Hey everybody, welcome to Podgods episode, huh? 181. Alright, 181. Uh, how you doing, Laxton? One more from Blink-182. Oh yeah, all of our podcasts should end at 182. Yes, so I completely destroyed my knee by walking down a flight of stairs. Uh, you're old? Yes, I'm old. I played lacrosse a lot. I used to be heavier. You have white and... guy bones. So my put my left knee down on a step, and it kind of buckles into the right. Uh, I scream. Uh, don't fall because I'm holding a railing. Uh, feels like I want to shit myself, so I'm acting like MacGyver. Is this, this is the knee you've uh, worked on before surgery? Uh, no. So this is, the, this is the knee that's been untouched. This was the gooder. This, this was the gooder one. Well, uh, just saying, your wife is the expert, but uh, stem cells. Rogan did it. He had to have surgery on his shoulder. He gets surgery on everything. He totally believes in it. But he went this time instead of having the surgery. He went and had the stem cells done, and now his shoulder is at a hundred percent, and he doesn't need the surgery. And he's just going to get stem cells in all of his fucked up joints. And they're doing it out of these like trusted clinics, not the not the fake Mexico stem cells from Friday Night Lights or whatever. We're talking about like real shit that actually works. So I'm kind of on an external traction knee brace. You're not going to get any stem cells? Why not? You can afford it. You're actually of the... You have, you have a wife My who's, wife might be able to afford it. I, it's not that much. It's like it's like a couple grand. It's not a lot. But it's, it's like something that insurance might not cover, but like a regular person with money could pay for. And then also your wife's like a genius expert in her profession, so I'm sure she knows somebody who does it. And just one shot, your knee would be 100%. I'm just... I'd no, fucking it do would it. not. They're saying, they're saying it does. They're saying it works. This is... There is major structural damage to my knee, apparently. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot bend my knee beyond about the five degrees that it's locked at. Can't put any weight on it. Uh, so I can't get in a car that I could drive. Is it bone damage or is it just cartilage? It's tennis? everything. Everything is fucked up. Oh, That's geez. like a grenade went off in my knee. That's what I'm, I'm afraid of, man. I, 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 I can't still walk straight since July since I, I fucking was going through my email. And I was like, oh, shit, what's this email? I was like, oh, all these old pictures. I'm like, oh, that's when my knee got hurt. And that was July. It's like, oh, it's November. And I still can't run or walk or do anything. And I was supposed to be on an airplane in like three weeks. That's brutal. Fun. You know, I don't yes. think that's horrible, man. And I just, have, I just have random dog bite injuries. The toenail still hasn't grown in yet. And he keeps stomping on it. And, uh, oh, he bit uh, the uh, pinky finger inside. And I picked up a bag of groceries. I was walking home. I switched from one finger to another. And I instantly projectile vomited from the pain. Yeah. It, just, it felt well, like at it least felt, you have Thanksgiving like... to look forward <laughs> to. Uh, so the it conspi- uh, events conspired again. So my 32nd Thanksgiving, I will spend the day before. The day of the holiday and the day after, without food, again, uh, the universe would not be the universe if that didn't happen. It's, uh, I'm beginning to learn that I, I think I'm only... Can't you at suffer. least work it? Yeah, I'm uh, working from home, but they're docking my pay, and they haven't given me my paycheck, and that's the whole reason I can't eat, because they... Why are they, dock your, why are they docking your pay? Uh, for work from home, everybody gets paid $5 less per hour. And then they, they messed up their direct deposits, so nobody got their paychecks who's transitioned work from home for my class, which was four people. So me and three other people didn't get our paychecks. Everybody else did. Okay. I watched The Expanse, which has been uh, released via streaming. What is that movie? Uh, early. What, what no, it? it's not. It's a sci-fi TV show, which for some reason is on Siffy. Yeah, and means... it doesn't seem to have any shark-based weaponry. Does anybody doesn't... say Sorry. As a Canadian, 
doesn't well it's a canadian you can uh, it's obviously done in toronto based on the actors well that's that are, what fucking ruined me about that continuum show you watched till the end of time that i gave up on after like five or six episodes. i still haven't watched the last six episodes uh, whatever man you quit flash after one turd that show is like 99 percent turds no it is not Oh yeah, it's 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 one of these sci-fi shows that like deep in the season they're just having like a gun battle for no reason. You're like, where is this story progressing? It's like low rent Battlestar Galactica 2.0. No, it wasn't. It was very good. I just uh, haven't watched the end. Big uh, but the Expanse is very seems very good. All right, well, I, but it's sci-fi, so I don't see why it's on sci-fi. It should be on another channel. Uh, there's no Flash this week. Uh, Walking Dead, of course, brought Glenn back, exactly as I described. He hid under a dumpster. So everybody's pissed off because they removed his name from the credits as a gotcha. So for three weeks, they did, they did four flashback episodes for a month, not telling you what happened to him. And they, they basically examined every single thing you just saw from a different character's perspective for four separate weeks, took his name out of the credits, then they put it back, and everybody's pissed now. Well, all I can say is, who cares? It's been a bad show since it launched. What do you expect? Uh, the pilot was good. The f- first season finale was good. Frank Darabont was what the show needed. It was the, the ultimate grounding in reality was him. But instead, their grounding in reality is, we just never say zombie. <laughs> There's the exact same Earth you know, but nobody ever came up with zombie fiction. I was like, well, that doesn't work. Uh, Jewish golems, uh, Christian Christ... Uh, there's a million different examples throughout history you'd have to remove to make a world that was exactly the same but just didn't have the word zombie. Uh, George Romero was dashed upon some rocks at birth. I mean, fuck that show. Everybody's pissed off now, rightfully so, and they cast Negan, so of course they're either going to kill Glenn at the end and they're just trying to take the air out of it, or they're going to switch and kill somebody else, probably the nice neighbor guy that's being nice to Rick now. Uh, That's what I'm calling. I didn't ever think it was a very good show and the end of season one kind of proved it to me flash when it came back they did not do a stupid fucking hospital bed episode while he was unable to walk it was in his head and then his dad came back which was awesome and it wasn't one of those ones where he spent the whole episode i gotta heal he actually was healing rather quickly but he just couldn't get his speed together uh over and grod was awesome although he looked a little shittier than he did last season but uh, oh, I heard he actually looked much better because you actually saw him where he was looked shitty before. Ah, uh, see, because now they show his butt cheeks and fake gorilla butt cheeks to me always look fake. Whenever uh, gorilla backs. Okay, I, I didn't know you were an expert on gorilla ass. I kind of am. It's like when you saw King Kong, it was like, oh shit, this is so amazing. When you see him roaring in his upper front, like like the the 2005 King Kong, you're like, okay, looks good, looks good. And then when he's fighting, you're like, oh. Okay, uh, I didn't really, that movie was so painfully bad, I wasn't paying attention to any gorilla ass. My I'm god, sorry. it was such a bad movie. The video game was terrible, too. Ugh. Ugh. I don't really have, a little bit of podcast news, it's been confirmed that Twit is going to be leaving its very nice studios, probably for a shitty industrial park well out of town. Of course, he needs that money for cocaine and dick inflation. Well, and for the... Uh, his wife number three. Yeah, that's going to go well. Yeah, well, when you've cheated on wife one, you've cheated on wife two with wife three. Why would anyone accept being married to that guy? Because they want money, dude. It's just, it's that's all it is. Nobody cares so about anything. get the money, don't marry them. Well, you get the real know. money by getting a divorce when they cheat on you. So you get half, and that's what everybody wants. It's just it's, nobody wants to work, dude. It's easier. I don't understand 
getting involved with cheaters. I don't either. Or, you know, it's anyone who's ten times more attractive and younger than you, they don't love you. Sorry. Well, she's not ten times more attractive than him. All right. Well, that's slightly younger, but has like a 12-year-old kid. Okay. She's not exactly a, a trophy wife. Uh, so she's it's, obviously just willing to do things to his dirty penis. 12-year-old used Camry. Okay. That's what, she's, that's what he's into. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not. I, I don't like him. I don't care. I hope, I hope he dies. Yeah, I'm kind of wishing that on, on a lot of people, including myself. Uh, actually, honestly, I don't hope anyone dies, and I don't hate anyone, even the people that hate me. I've had a horrible week of uh, Reddit trolls coming after me because of that torrent that threatens the future of classic love line. Nobody believes that I'm the only person who has the tapes. They think that Podcast One has all the tapes. I asked uh, Anderson if I could get just one tape from 2002 so I could uh, give a Deadpool movie a copy of it better. Those tapes are lost. Can't help me. And then I asked for another tape from 2002. Those tapes were lost. Can't help me. They might be in a storage center. He doesn't even know. So they might have some 2002, 2005. Enjoy, everybody. And then uh, I almost just quit the show. Last week, I, had, I read the guy's stupid fucking torrent description. I deleted it because it was too angry. And, of course, it would just be used against me. But if I quit the show, it's what they want because they hate me so bad. They hate the fact that I'm associated with Classic Love Line. If I keep doing it forever and force them to hear me, that's the thing that annoys them the most. So it's almost like, Yeah, huh. but they're not paying you. So fuck them. I, I don't. I don't know what's gonna happen. I almost just stopped. I spent. I, I had to take seven hours of no pay yesterday to make the next three episodes, so Anderson could have a Thanksgiving because you know it's more important that everybody else has one than me. Yeah, that's great. Don't go to your paying job so you can do something that brings you pain and doesn't pay you. While I'm being harassed on uh, Instagram by somebody telling me how I'm not fit to contribute on social media or anywhere else, and I belong in prison for telling somebody I wish death upon them, which uh, is don't not do and, shit that doesn't get you paid, Gio. And, unless Robin Williams is my genie. It's not legally actionable to say you wish death upon somebody. And then also, I, I don't appreciate people with, like, privileged families and shit coming after me. It's like my whole life is that. It's like the, the rich kid always hated me. And then he always had the mommy and the daddy and the nice house, and he always had to torture me and come after me, even though I had nothing. And it's just, it never ends, man. Even the universe. It's the, literally on the day that in my country, not the globe, because that sucks. It's not fair to anybody else, and life's terrible. But in this country, even if you're fucking homeless, people go out of their way to put a plate of fucking food in front of you. And for 32 years, I go hungry. And it's not by choice. It's always financial, and I always get fucked. And this is the 12th year in a row that my company has either lost my paycheck or payday happens to be on Thanksgiving, so therefore I can't get paid. And don't do shit that doesn't get you paid. I don't know how that even works. How does it even work? They, they switch Thanksgiving to the last Thursday and then the second to last Thursday. I get paid every two weeks on a Thursday. How is it for 12 years every time it's been on Thanksgiving? That does, like, one of those has, not, has got to not line up. That doesn't even make sense. I don't know. With me changing offices, do... too, they change my pay period. So even with shifting offices, it must mean that I perfectly shifted offices each time to result in my pay period shifting just enough to screw me out of money on Thanksgiving. And one of our listeners, uh, Satchels of Gold, sent me 30 bucks on PayPal, but I spent it on dog food. That's good, because fuck yourself, feed the dog. Exactly. He'll die. I, I, I'm a big, fat piece of shit who deserves to starve to death. Everybody hates me on the Internet, so I might as well suffer. Oh, God, I hate my life. Oh. You should quit Classic Love Line because they're not paying you. I'm all caught up on the blogs. I had one left for today, but I already listened to it, so then I was hesitant to go back and blog it. But then I knew if I didn't have it done before we started, I'd kick myself, so I'm halfway through spell-checking it. So I'm 100% caught up, which is nice. It's a good feeling. I don't really have any drops or updates. I added 
How to Do Everything, which is an NPR podcast done by the same producers as Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Uh-huh. Uh what the hell? Figured I'd add that. I'm kind of starved for content at the moment. Back to my anger and everything. It was funny. I was reading that thread where everybody hates me and they, they say horrible things about me. Uh, they all they all, they all, all love to do that thing where they go, you hear how creeped out Adam is by him? That one time he had Adam on his show and he was telling him what to do with his podcast. You could hear how offended Adam was. It's like, A, Adam was on four times. I've been on his show five times. I was the first guest on the Adam and Drew show per their request, not my own decision. And then also... I helped launch the podcast, so I can say whatever the fuck I want to whoever I want. You're a bitch. Sorry. That's what you are. You wouldn't tell Adam the truth to his face because you're a pussy. And I do, and uh, he's actually a friend of mine. So you can go on the internet and say, oh, he's so creeped out by him. He's going oh, to fuck his kids, or he's going to kill him. It's like, well, you can say that all you want. That's your fiction you're spinning, so you're either a stupid or a liar. And we've proved you're a liar because they've all come out and admitted that they cut my name out of all the content and work I've done to separate me from the content I've done. So you just have an agenda that you don't want me to know Adam personally, which is a really sick thing if you think about it. It's like, this guy has nothing in life. He managed to build up uh, this archive of this show I love and I benefit from, and he does it better than anybody on the planet ever could. He asked nothing from me except for me not to call him names, and I don't have to even interact with him. And he got to meet Adam Carolla, and he sees him once every two years, and they're friendly enough, and he made him five hundred grand or a million dollars, and good for him. Nope, can't have that. Can't have that. Yeah, but don't go to Reddit because it's full of creep shots, fappening shots, and scummy people. That's what I have to remind myself about. It's the place that has, that defends the right of people to take pictures of nude dead women. People's daughters and wives and nieces are photographed with like being finger banged on tables and like in like morgues and stuff. And people Reddit use that, and they're like, they're like, hey, we're we're better than you. It's like, no, you're really not. Sorry. And then also, you can't call somebody with no criminal record and who's also done three years of therapy and has no mental health diagnosis, who maybe is just shitty via comments. Like Adam said the other day, he goes, well, is this just an angry person or a person who gets angry and is just a blowhard and says shitty things? Because there's a difference between somebody who takes actions and somebody who just says shitty things. And I thought about it. My whole history of my life, I've never thrown a first punch in my entire life. I've never struck anybody or lashed out at anybody, and they always hit me first. I might say something to make them hit me, but I still didn't touch them. Yeah. Any podcast news? Uh, I picked up We the People Live. It's hashtag We the People Live with Josh Zepps. It used to be on HuffPo. He was the guy that interviewed that Chewy Parker, whatever that stupid cunt was, who wanted Colbert fired, and she was a complete fucking moron. Uh, I've, I put the show on before, but I, I didn't like it, and I added it back because he did Rogan, and then he taped an episode with Rogan for after. But the normal format of the show is him in a bar in New York with the chicks who host the Dudes We Fucked podcast. And it's just kind of people shouting over bar noise, talking about politics, and it's not my thing. So I added and dropped that. Uh, I'm really getting sick of uh, NPR, uh, fucking uh, This American Life with all their stupid reruns. It's like I don't want to listen to the new ones, let alone listen to a rerun. So the new ones aren't bad. I like well, the next one's going to be their horrible Thanksgiving Day rerun spectacular. Shitacular, <sighs> I'm sure. But uh, yeah, just listen to the just the new ones. Yeah, I do. So I hate having to delete shit I don't want to listen to. It just, it, it's just getting old. All this podcast shit's getting old. Yeah, I don't really think there was any other podcast news. Not nothing I can think of that's going on. I have 116 episodes banked, and that's even after I douched out a bunch of shit I'm never going to listen to. Yeah, I don't have more than, like, 
Well, I'm saving. I'm had to create a new playlist for podcasts I like that are going to talk about Jessica Jones mm-hmm. or have, are talking about Jessica Jones because I'm not going to be able to listen watch that. Well, we could. We could. Year. I've only seen the first. Actually, I'm, I'm at episode five. And I've seen none of them, and I don't have time to watch any of them. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to tell you anything. I wasn't familiar with the comic. It's uh, Neither am I. It's Alias is what it's called, apparently. And it's apparently. like it's Brian Michael Bendis, so it's a new character invented when Brian Michael Bendis came in, so like past 2000. And like, it ret- like I said, like retconned some characters, so you got like kind of an ultimate version. Uh, like Luke Cage, Power Man. Yeah, well, he, he they date. You know that part, right? I know who they cast. Um, what? Is it, it's not Isaiah Mustafa. It's the guy from The Good Wife. I don't know who he is. He's a really cool actor. But I'm saying you know they're like a, they, they like they fuck right. Uh yeah. Okay, yeah. They, what's really uncomfortable and awkward about it, which I don't know why, it there's something about the show where it presents her almost as like her sexuality is none of your business, and how dare you? Like it's not something that's ever talked about or mentioned. It's just me picking up on it. And there's this like character who's her friend. It's like, wait, a minute, is that her ex girlfriend or just her friend? But they won't tell you. I'm five episodes deep. They still won't tell you. But it's not even a question. It's just something they present in a weird way. And then she's fucking Luke Cage. And then there's a few comments. They're basically like, like, are you talking about his dick? And like it's this weird. Like I won't break is one of them. And another one about him being blessed. And it's like. I know you think that's like progressive, but that's like slave commentary. Cause they, that's like that's like exploiting people for uh, parts of their body, and it's also like stereotypical. Like it doesn't come off as progressive. It comes off as like, oh no, sl- uh, fucking slave owners bred people to have certain physical attributes, and it's not actually universal. Yeah, they true. weren't breeding for dick size. I know they're doing for other things that co- that that's coll- that collaborate with that, that go along with that in hand. It's also not true. It's 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 a uh, it's like the Asian men thing. I'm sure there's a bunch of Asian dudes who have six inch boners that don't appreciate everything and they have a fucking two inch dick. Now I just have a question. So originally they were going to go straight into what? Iron Fist? They weren't going to go straight into it. They were going to do Jessica Jones always second, and then it was going to be Iron Fist or Luke Cage, and then the Defenders. Iron Fist is all these different rumors about the tr- it's problematic. It's problematic. The problem is it's a fucking white guy who learns Asian martial arts, and nobody wants to say that. And that's what their problematic issue is, is, well, how do we write this and be sensitive? And that's my – I They did. They gave Daredevil a second series. Yeah. So is it going to be next, or is Iron Fist going to be next now? Well, see, the uh, Iron Fist, uh, they just got an update from one of the guys actually on the ground. He said, no, we're still very much in development on the project. It's not going to be turned into just a two-hour movie. We're still going to do a series, don't read what you see on the internet. But it should have been further along than it is. So it basically implies... Well, Jessica Jones got off the grab pretty damn quickly. Yeah, really fast. But you you can't tell that from the show itself. It's better than Daredevil. Uh, except for some of these weird politics they're trying to interject, and it's a chick who directed the pilot. So it's this thing of, like, it's definitely, or at least wrote it, I don't know if she's a showrunner or what, but there's this heavy-handed, you don't get to know her sexuality. She gets to be a strong, confident woman. It's I like, know, but I just, so what series is going to be on sh- on screen next? Luke Cage, probably, if you had my bet. It's going to oh, oh. It's going to be Daredevil 2 or Luke Cage, probably Daredevil 2, then Luke Cage, if they ever do Iron Fist. And then the, the, the thing is, they said, well, can Punisher get a series? Now Iron Fist is getting one. The guy's like, well, Iron Fist is still on. But yeah, Punisher, uh, he said, it's the comic book come to life. It's better than anything that's ever been captured on film before. It's amazing, goosebumps level good. So apparently the Punisher will get its own series. They just don't, aren't sure yet how that would happen even. so uh, I'm well, sure Dolph Lundgren is happy. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Or Thomas Jane. He's in the Expanse, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. He uh, he did a or Ray Park. He did a sequel. Not to... Ray Park. Was it Ray Park? No. Yeah, it was. Wasn't it? This is his name. Uh, Ray. It's a guy from Rome. Stevens. N- Ray Stevens. Yeah. Or is that the streak? 
No, it's Ray Stevens. It's uh, Ray Stevens' Punisher, I think. Let me pull back up. I should be able to inject who else played the Punisher, because I'm sure there's yeah, someone Punisher else. Yeah, Punisher Warzone. Uh, Nick Santora had a draft of that screenplay, by the way. That's too bad. He's kind of a hack. Well, the movie was pretty bad. Yeah, it's Ray, well, Ray Stevenson. Ray Stevenson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ray Stevens did write, write the streak, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so apparently bad. apparently the Punisher is awesome, but uh, I, I think we're getting Daredevil 2 in like April. So I don't think they have time to do Luke Cage before that. Definitely don't have time to do Iron Fist. Uh, but they haven't figured it out yet. I'm sure what they'll do is they'll make Iron Fist either an Asian guy, get rid of the white stuff, or they'll make him have like an Asian partner or something. It'll, it'll do something for their politically correct bullshit. Well, you can just come from that magical Asian world where there are white people. Yeah, or, or just take the story that he's like an adopted son that comes and gets these Asian power. Like, you could do that. With, Batman did that. Every fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, every fucking thing's done that. It, it, uh. Hey, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were taught by a rat, buddy. Yeah, I understand that, but they had origins with Samurai and fucking their master. And it, 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 uh, Street Fighter 2, Ken and Ryu. Ryu's Japanese, Ken's the white guy who comes in and learns art from the same master. Their master's murdered by Akuma, blah, 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 blah. It's a story as old as time. It's just now you can't be a white guy appropriating another culture, but another culture can appropriate white culture, but white culture doesn't Well, no, exist. Kevin Smith is allowed to appropriate my culture, and I'm not allowed <laughs> to say anything about it. That's white on white crime, buddy. No, it's a Cana- it's a white an American a Canadian crime uh, hey, again. Hey, he 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 loves Ken more than you do. No, he loves food more than I do. I think uh, he's lost a bunch of weight. He's trimmed down. Has he? Yeah, okay. oh, he's really thin. Dude. He's lost like seventy or eighty pounds, dude. How would the fuck would I know that? Well, I just figured it's been all on stuff. Like if you can't if you see him anymore, he's thinner and he's just uh, he talks about it everywhere. Why but... would I go if I see Kevin Smith? I close a page. I don't read anything. Oh, well, you're you're you're, oh, you're bigoted. Yeah. So I guess his wife gave him the ultimatum. No, he just wanted to quit sugar. His wife is strangely enabling, but in a level of like, well, good on her. Uh, he still doesn't move his shirt when he makes love to her. Uh, there's things, parts of his body she doesn't even see. It comes up in my top five today, uh, Smodcast. There was a really poignant episode. But his, his wife, uh, maybe maybe it's unhealthy. Maybe she should force him to do all these things. Or maybe she truly hates men so much she doesn't care if he becomes super feminized by his fat body. But it, it I don't know, it seems nice to have a partner who would not make you uh, feel so horrible about yourself. It's just creepy because he shot the picture of her that was in Playboy. So that's I know, just with weird. another dude. I know, I know. Any dude whose fantasy is seeing their wife with another dude, or any lady whose fantasy is seeing their husband with another lady, you're not investing in that relationship anymore. You're just trying to find some sparks out of anywhere. Yes, I'm sure he's into black cuckold porn. Yeah, well, you know, that's why I mentioned in my Reddit thread. I'm like, I'm supposed to just take this. You're supposed to take all my classic love line work, all my podcast one work, relabel it, and then demand credit for it just because you changed the names on it. And so I'm supposed to take it and be your fucking cuckold. And they're like, oh, we see Giovanni's adopted the, the cuckold meme. And it's like, well, that's pretty much what that is. You're asking me to be the silent bitch who does all the work. Will you take the credit? The guy literally wanted credit for relabeling the love line files. He's like, I realize a bunch of people will come before me, but I did a lot of work. So, any other podcast news? Uh, besides the fact that podcasts make me want to kill myself, not really. Okay, well, podcasts bring me joy. They used to. Uh, so, up for contention, I have Accidental Tech Podcast 145, Lasers and Pew Pew and Space Aliens. I can't remember how that even came up. 
but it was just released today. Okay. Er, released early because of Thanksgiving. So good for now, bad for me later in the week when there will be no fucking podcast to listen to. Luckily, I have 100 podcasts on my phone I don't want to listen to. <laughs> Uh, Reconcilable Differences, number 14, Children's Shoes. So that's John uh, Roderick. No, that's uh, John Syracuse and Merlin talking. I think this one was about clothes and shit. I don't know. I liked it. Oh, speaking of John Roderick, he is playing with the Lone Winters at a Gitz show. Long Uh, Winters. The the Lone Winters or Long? Long. I thought I said Long. Long Winters. What did he put? I'm pretty sure I said Long. L-O-N-G. I think he said Lone Winters. Oh, the first time. Okay, I have no idea. Uh, he, yeah, you're probably right. I think I did. Uh, he's playing with uh, the Gits reunited at uh, Chop Suey in Seattle on December 4th. Uh, it's a benefit show for some guy I'm not familiar with. The Gits are the band with Mia Zapata who was raped and murdered in 93. They've only, uh, they were Evil Stig uh, Gits Live backwards with Joan Jett for an album and a tour, but they've never performed as the Gits really since, so... Uh, some chick from some other band. Well, just is like the, it won't really be the Long Winters. It will be John Roderick and some other guy. backup musicians. Well, this probably is some, from Harvey Danger. <laughs> some other guy from those band, I think. But uh, well, I don't mean that part. I just think it's really cool that all the musicians are getting back together. They can't. What are they supposed to dig up their fucking front woman? She's dead. But they have a woman performing the songs, and it's the only chance to ever hear the original Gits musicians play their music. Uh, if you're in Seattle, I wish I could be there. Chop Suey, December 4th. It sounds amazing. And then I also found out they're tearing down Kirkland Park Place, the place I took Dune, where I grew up and saw all the Dune and Geo movies as a kid. It's been there since uh, the 80s, and they're going to tear down the entire block except yeah, for the baseball field. build condos in a mall. Exactly what it is. They're, they're, uh, they're taking everything out except the baseball field. So the area where Adam saw crosswalk flags and toured with Mike August through my hometown while I was busy with uh, Donnie setting up the comedy club, miserable, wishing I could be hanging out with those two. Uh, I'll never be able to go there with them ever. I'll never be able to take anybody there ever again. Dune's the last oh, that's person okay. I They've torn down my childhood. You get used to it. Yep, it's the last spot there was left, though. And I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I'm like, if that's not there, is there anything in Washington I care about besides a couple different pieces of food? And then my last one, Roderick on the line, number 180, The Other Pope. Yeah, it was good. Yes. So your contenders. Uh, let's see. I didn't write them down because it wasn't that much. I guess uh, most of my contenders are shows I'm really mad at right now. Uh, already laying live at Caroline's on Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried talks about running into Stern outside of some venue or restaurant, but Stern wouldn't even say hi or acknowledge him, just pretended he wasn't there after trying to dodge him because Gilbert hasn't been on the show for about five years and nobody's ever told him why. Maybe because he's Gilbert Gottfried? Or, or maybe Stern's just a huge fucking pussy. That too? No. Uh, let's see. Anything else I liked? Uh, probably Science 187, Sophie Hagen and Sarah Morgan wasn't terrible. Although they try to float that, uh, uh, they're talking about colon cancer and the actual risk of meat. And then one of them goes, you're a vegetarian, right? And they're basically like, yeah, we'll never get it. But one of them didn't go, oh, actually our co-host, who's a fucking lifelong vegetarian, almost died from it. So how about you shut the fuck up about that? Yeah, I think I've listened to two more Probably Sciences. I've tried. It's where bad. they had just mentioned that Jesse was going in for a bunch of surgery. Yep. Uh, so that's how far back I am on it. Uh, for crying out loud, tete-a-tete. And burn, oh, and Burning Man was just coming up for them. For crying out loud, tete-a-tete. Uh, Lynette talks about her most recent trip to New York and running it with Bruce again. Really good. And uh, after Disaster 310, keep con and change 7-Elevens. Uh, this is the episode where at the end uh, they address the fact that Brian is launching a new film show on Cruella Digital for Hooray for Baldywood. But the the confusing part is they didn't leave Cruella Digital because of Anderson. 
their producer no longer worked there, so they followed their producer. And as Brian revealed on the Geo podcast, they weren't making any money after a year. They'd never been paid, but nobody wanted to bother telling that to Adam so they could correct that. So they let Name Redacted and his other people allegedly just take all the well, money. And because Donnie was making them sign a contract saying they didn't own their name and didn't have any rights to their profits. And nobody bothered to ask Adam about that. Brian prides himself on that. The other day on the show, he goes, Adam, have I ever asked you for anything? Have I ever tried to get a favor? And then I went, <coughs> hooray for Bollywood. Uh, <laughs> it's a pretty big one. Uh, but he's like, yeah, he prides himself on never asking Adam stuff. And there's a thing that people do around him, but is, you're leaving Adam in the dark, so you're actually just gaslighting him. So then Adam is like, well, ingrates, you take Film Vault to another network, or you leave the network, and you, we built your audience up. Yeah, okay. And then if you just say, oh, actually, we never got paid, and then this so-and-so happened with this guy, this other guy, and he didn't work here anymore, and we were trying to show solidarity. And it's like, oh. All right, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I'm sorry you had to come to that. But no, just let, let's just let Adam think what Adam thinks because it's more convenient for us that he doesn't know the truth. So is it going to be him alone? Yeah, it's going to miss movies. It's going to be him alone or with somebody else. But then I started thinking, I'm like, well, maybe Brian never wanted to bring the film vault to Ace. I'm the one who asked about the film vault and Anderson, but Brian was always getting a film show. And then I started feeling bad because maybe I'm an asshole and I forced him to continue a show he was kind of done with. Him and his wife told me they were done with the show, but, you know, they because of his health. I didn't think it was because he was done with it, done with it. So maybe all along he never wanted to be doing this, and I fucked it up. Well, because you're never going to make any money off a show that has Anderson involved in it. Uh, they make cash. They they split it. Wherever their split is, they get like if they read their Amazon reads. They're... You're not going to make real money. All right, you're not going to make good advertising. Every week, well, advertising is one thing, but every week on Amazon, they get somebody who buys like a seven thousand dollar item, which alone is like seven grand or seven hundred bucks cash to you. Which split three ways, you still make three hundred bucks. Yeah, I don't understand why anyone would listen to a show that Anderson is on, but I guess that's besides the point. Well, Anderson's talking about it. He's like, I don't really want to talk about it. I want to address this with Brian on the Film Vault, but Film Vault's not really the show for this. So uh, Carano and Tyler are talking to him about it, and then like they're like, yeah, somebody called and asked him about it, and he didn't even mention that he hosts another film show, and they were like obsessing about how crazy that is, like not even mention the fact you've been doing a show for six years regularly and then five years before that, since 2002 or three when you did the pilot. It's just kind of nuts. But I, I feel like Brian's kind of in a difficult spot, and there's more to this than people know. But it's just – Carano then joked about bringing back classic film vault, which was Anderson, Carano, and Miss Movies with Tyler filling in on the Oscar episodes, which was a very funny joke. But Oh, one thing I noticed. A local radio station is now advertising that they're doing HD broadcasts. HD radio. It's so bad. apparently it's now 10 years ago in Canada. Well, we sold it's you all the receivers and equipment. It's like, hey, Canada, you ever heard of mini discs? Oh, you haven't? Check this out. Yes. So it really is like uh, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, it's just the night. We've just entered the late 90s in Canada. And I feel like it's – no, they, that's 2004. HD radio okay. is from 2004, 2005. Okay, we're, it's, we're 10 years behind. Yeah. You guys, you guys aren't walking around in Eddie Bauer coats. Well, we never stopped wearing them. I know. We just called the Mountain Co-op. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Which is like the REI of Canada. Okay, you're, you're number five. Uh, my number five, Roadwork number 13 and 14. Uh, Jinx, you owe me a Coke parts one and two, since it's really a one hour and 40 minute podcast broken up into two. Yeah. So it's really one podcast. Uh, I quite liked it. And the title comes from the second episode, not the first episode. So the first one should not be called part one. It should be called something else. Uh, Fuck you, Dan Benjamin. Fuck you. My number five is Allison Rosen, your new best friend, Thursday's show for November 18th. Uh, the Make It Worse Theater presents You Don't Think, Kristen. Uh, 
guy on the show uh, brings in a recording of his neighbors fighting through the walls. Uh, really heavy argument. You don't think, Kristen. Make it worse, Rob. Make it worse. And it's like this like thing I've been talking about. And he didn't feel comfortable playing the recording because he's a decent human being and he wouldn't do that to somebody. Uh, so instead, Allison transcribes it and then they all act it out. And it is hilarious. Uh, when Al and uh, Jenna Kim Jones, the married couple who are Mormons, acted out, and instead of saying fucking, he's saying F King. And then, like, they really get into the acting performance, and she's like nine months pregnant screaming at him. Uh, it's just, mwah. it's it's good, it's good pod. Okay. Uh, my number four. This is a strange one. America's Test Kitchen Radio, number 433. The crazy history of Thanksgiving Day parades, ragamuffins, hobos, scary masks, and trick or treats. Uh, did you realize that trick-or-treating actually more came from Thanksgiving tradition? Huh. And that people used, so people used to go door-to-door begging on Thanksgiving, uh, dressed in costumes. And that there, that there were ragamuffin parades, which started off as people pretending they were marching as English soldiers in celebration of the end of the war, of the Revolutionary War, which kind of transitioned into Thanksgiving Day parades. Okay. So I would listen to this. It's very interesting. It's American history on a cooking show that I'd never heard of, and it was very interesting. Yeah. It's also a very, very good food podcast. Whenever I hear about history, even when it's Dan Carlin, I'm always just like... How much is this bullshit? How much is this bullshit? How much is this bullshit? I don't know, but this was very interesting. So America's Test Kitchen Radio. Uh, you should listen to it. Being involved in something that uh, involves an archive has only made me realize that anyone who gets credit throughout history is probably the person who stole credit from somebody else and a liar and a cheater. I mean, you can go, you can go big. No, it's just like history. It's the per- it's credit goes to the person who wrote it down last. Uh, Thomas Edison, for example, would be a big one when they, he was just a rogue criminal who stole other people's inventions and ideas and thought of nothing. Yeah, or, yeah, the person who wrote, who did it last. Ugh. That's what everybody tries to do. They want to be the last person to do it. Like, I don't even get to, I don't even get to name the files I put out. Like, that's, like, or even, like, I want joint stereo 96K. I can't even have that. And then somebody else gets to go make the un- unofficial collection that my dream and gets to take that from me, too. Fuck you. I hate you, Earth. Oh, you're number four. Reasonable Doubt 18. This podcast is firing on all cylinders. I don't think they've had a shitty episode yet. Uh, Adam is just crushing it, fucking just nonstop on this one. He says some things in here uh, that I can't even repeat that were so funny. Uh, it's, just, it's just great. Okay, uh, my number three, defocus number 72, when we all shout and throw things at our TV, where they broke down Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Uh, I'm halfway really through liked, it. I really liked this. I, uh, I listened like, to this one before I listened to the other two, so I started this one first for some reason. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I like it. It's like two hours long. It's people talking about a movie that I know. I don't know. It's just comfortable. I like it. All right. Uh, so you're number three. Fat Man on Batman 99. So let me guess. They dedicated it to the memory of Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> no, he's over that a little bit. It's not as prominent. Uh, this one's just a regular episode. They talk about everything happening in comics, and then they spend the last 40 minutes or so on The Flash. Uh, Kevin Smith also thinks that, that that shot of Barry in the when he was in prison, that's the other word, Barry, and he thinks that on the other world, Barry is Zoom, and he's facing himself. And it's uh, it's actually kind of a dark, if you think about that, that'd be the best way to do it, other than like Eddie Thon, too typical, Eobard Thon, could be cool, uh, but 
him versus himself because <laughs> it showed him in Blackgate Prison. I don't know, cause I agree with him on that one. They talked about the episode itself. Just an overall fun Fat Man on Batman. Uh, I like the vibe of this show. Although Kevin does a lot of that stuff too about his host Mark Bernard, and he's like, "Oh, you got a big penis. You're a black guy." It's like, okay, chill. He's a 300 pound black man who has the same body shape as you. Uh, he probably has an average dong. You don't need to be a racist. Uh, my number two, TV guidance counselor 115, Gary Somers. Have no idea who the fuck he is, but he seems to do the Boston or Northeast Comic Con. Yeah, I'm three. Be- I'm fast. three behind on TV guidance. I'm starting it tonight. I'm gonna get all caught up. Uh, quite good. Not so much talking about, not a, more of a traditional show, but still just a really good one. I'm starting the episode with a couple. I don't want to hear that one. I feel like that'll be a good That was a really good one, too. At 97, it's my choice era. I love that era. Uh, basically, basically anything he picks from like 89 to 99, I'm all, I'm all about. I like the earlier stuff. I like the 70s. I don't, I don't like stuff that it, from before I existed. And I like stuff from when I was young. Same feeling. I just I'm, oh, and Ken has a uh, so Ken Reed, a uh, host of TV Guides Counselor, uh, has pre-orders for a comedy EP on Bandcamp. Oh, I will. That's be... going to be it's being pre-released. I will be uh, putting money down as soon as I can afford to do it. Maybe Friday. Yes. So you should look forward to that. That must be ultimately flattering. Hey, this guy can't eat, but he's going to buy my EP. <laughs> So oh, you're number two. Uh, my number two. Get it right in front of me. Uh, Smodcast, uh, 341, Centaurs in the Blue Zone. Last half of the episode is Kevin and Scott riffing this hilarious fucking like, post-apocalypse movie idea. Thing. It's like a, it's a hemorrhoid that comes alive and is like talking to a, a doctor and then he cuts it on. Some sort of weird thing or like a polyp. I forget what it was. But some guy's ass uh, creature is alive talking to him. I feel like it's been done in a movie before and they're just not aware of it. I feel like it was that evil movie with Ken Marine or whatever. But the opening of this episode, Kevin Smith talks about finally getting a physical. Now that he's lost weight, he's still ashamed and humiliated because of his uh, micropenis and a bunch of other things, a bunch of reasons why he doesn't want to go to the doctor. But basically, aside from, like, even his dawn concerns, uh, he, he was able to overcome, which I have, I'm fine that way. I don't care about that. But even I still don't want some person handling me. And the way he echoed, like, all of my fears of being uh, handled and judged and dealing with a doctor... It's like it's the most uh, encapsulates everything I've ever felt into twenty minutes. I wish I could have given this like my therapist or something. It was just a really interesting thing to hear of one man's struggle, and uh, it was sad. And he basically said, "He goes, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna die from a preventable condition because I'm too fat to go to the doctor, and I hate myself too much to experience myself through their eyes." And then his uh, Scott Moser was laughing uncontrollably. He's like, "What? You're gonna die because you're afraid to be naked in front of other people?" Like he couldn't even fathom it because he's a skinny guy. It was a really, uh, really good episode. Okay, uh, my number one then Eureka Podcast number one forty. Craig and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day, uh, where he talks about having had a uh, protective order put against him by a woman who was saying he was threatening to kill and harm her. And yes, very interesting show. Is that an old story or a new story? Uh, Fairly recent. And then there's something... He's got to be innocent, though, right? Because like, he, he didn't like me... Yes. He liked me being mean to people on the internet, so I, I can't imagine him threatening anyone. Yes. Uh, it was a very good and interesting show, uh, which makes me... Well, and there's apparently something you can't talk about with his uh, fiancé's family. 
Um, which makes me think that he and I should have a podcast where we get together and can't talk about anything that's going on in our lives and are just crotchety old kind of old guys at heart. The cranky cricket cast. <laughs> it's just an, just, oh, it's oh, an angry cricket in the background. Just and you guys are sitting here. Can't talk about this. It's just, oh yeah, we can't talk about that thing at work. But yeah, it's, it's happening. Cranky cricket cast. I like it. Yeah. So uh, you should listen to it. They don't mention anybody. Hey, do they? No? Yeah, well, you just retweeted somebody I don't care for. So I, I, I unblocked all Facebook and Twitter accounts and everybody possibly anywhere because I don't want to have any of that. Uh... Well, that's stupid. I have all kinds of blocks. I don't want it anymore. I don't want to block myself from the world, and I don't want to put any negativity out there, and I don't want to have anybody go to my page and see they're blocked from following me. I don't want to shelter myself from them. If they want to fucking come do their worst, do their worst. Well, you don't have to block them that way. You can always mute them, I am which mute. is really great because then I don't have to see absolutely any mention of uh, – our current Prime Minister Trudeau. I, don't, I, don't, I can just Trudeau gone. No mentions ever. I'm a happy guy. I don't want to mute anything. I just don't want to be a part of it. I'm just staying out of it. But uh good episode? Yes. Very good. Alright, uh yeah. I, I might I might check it out. That sounds I'm tempted, I was gonna ask you. But uh my number one is Ace in the House, Simpatico on the Potico. The toy that references the opening line where Adam talks about shitting in his wife's bathroom to show her his boss and he has this whole, he's, he says this whole fucking hilarious thing. I just shit in your hole. It's so fucking crazy. And then later on he has this thing about why nobody listens to him and they just go home to fuck their fat wives. And it was like it was like it was so mean and cutting. And it was it was just so fucking hilarious. Like he, I don't know what he was on this episode or what or what time of day it was, but he was just fucking hilarious, but like mean and like perfect. It was a perfect blend. Okay, I have realized that. So of the five shows I mentioned, you're listening to Roadwork, Defocus, TV Guidance Counselor. I don't know that there's a single one of your five I would listen to. I listen to uh, Incomparable. I, listen I know. To... I'm saying of my top five. I, I, you're, you're, you know, people, people's feedback on you is you're closed-minded and mean. No, I just shut one. Once you burn me, I, I, I shut you off. Once you burn me, I assume it's my fault and I come back to apologize to you for crying. And I kind of was medicated and was tweeting out my watching of Conquest of Space, a 1955 science fiction movie the other day. Oh, that sounds so fun. And somewhat, I mean, it's fully, it's legally put on YouTube by Paramount. Uh-huh. It is really, really, really bad science fiction. And then it gets really fucking religious at the I end. I feel like you high on drugs, real time tweeting would be a good time. So, well, you missed it. A uh, night or two ago at a, about 10 o'clock, I was working. 9 o'clock I was my time. I was working. And, um, yeah, it's really a bad movie. All right. Well, I had some things I hated. And someone thinks that it should be um, Ark's follow-on to Pod Gods. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. I, said, I, I, sm- I smell a new – that's what that was from. I, sm- I smell a new podcast brew, and I was like, what is this? Uh, what, uh, me and Laxie watched something? Fuck that. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Uh, prequel to episode 124 of How Did This Get Made? They have Jason Manzukas on. Uh, not funny. Somehow they made Jason not funny. And they just ask him, would this movie be better with or without Nicolas Cage? It's like, oh, I don't know why they do as many episodes. I guess it's a, it's a contractual commitment. Because they sell ads. Yeah, it's, it's so horrible. I, I don't even know where to start with how bad that was. And then Harmontown, 
Uh, they went to New York for two episodes, I think, for Gramercy Theater. And the first episode, Dan talks about masturbating to a girl who might be 16 or 17 in a commercial, and he looked her up online and made sure to do that. And he talks about holding his dick in his hand while he's talking to NBC executive uh, because he has to be a fax, he has to be like brought into this conference call, and he's just bragging about it on air. It's like, dude, that's sexual harassment. What you're admitting to, it doesn't. You're now admitting to it in post, which nobody had to know. And then no, it's not sexual harassment unless are they in the same room. All right, man. I, I don't know. I think people could. I think somebody could come after you for that. If you're to work, if you admit on a podcast that I talked to this specific woman and then he names the secretary of this person at this department, and without saying her name, it's like okay, well, I, you're the woman who was talking to Dan Harmon when he was jacking off on the phone. Uh, mm, I think you'd have to prove that he wasn't lying. Bill O'Reilly got in trouble. Bill O'Reilly gave fifty million. He called that woman at work and they taped it, and he said he was rubbing a vibrator on his cock. Yeah, that would. It was recorded, him saying he was doing it. He left recorded messages. Well, now, now it's recorded, so it has to be recorded at the time or you admit no, to it? No, but this is him talking about it after the fact, and he could be lying. I got gotcha. you. There's no proof he did He's it. He's getting a new time. real doll. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Is it going to look like Aaron? Uh, Fat redhead uh, with big cans? He's just She's actually usually skinny. She gained weight living with him because of his lifestyle, his alcoholism and his constant eating and self-hatred and negative spirals. And I'm sure that's part of the reason she had to get out of it. But yeah, he's just going to get it to put stockings on it and then jack off while he sniffs the stockings at the leg. And he said it's really sad and pathetic that somebody has to come move that into his house and somebody has to move it away. And then he has to ask his accountant if he has enough money to get a real doll. Uh, I don't even know where to start with that. And the well, set- it could be worse. He could have to buy a used real doll. This, yeah, he's too rich for that. Uh, somebody else will buy his used real doll that he probably doesn't even fuck. Uh, he buys a $6,000 sex doll to sniff its leg and put the pantyhose on and off it. I like the people that buy broken real dolls, fix them, and resell them. That's so fucking disgusting. I didn't. I forget, you told me about this before. I wanted to vomit. Because uh, the joints break down. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, the, the Waka guy, I know, when he was uh, leaving his past job, the guy who's the owner made him move uh, all the stuff from his house to his other house. And then one of the trucks, they found the real doll and they had to move it. And it was leaking fluids. Wonderful. Yeah, apparently you're supposed to use a turkey baster to get the fluids out, which I heard, which I can't believe is real. Well, they have removed, well, the modern ones, and I love that I know this, have removable vaginas. Sleeves. Oh, that's, that's lovely. You can plug in a new. Once you burn it out, pop a new one in. Uh, if you don't like that one, find a 12-year-old's. Oh, it's so horrible. Yes, and that you have to heat them with um, electric blankets so they don't f- uh, feel like corpses. Unless you want them to feel like corpses. Oh, God. So the next night, they're, uh, they, I guess they spend the night drinking and doing coke all night. So they come to the show the next night. And Dino Stamatopoulos has to talk like this because he's lost all other registers. So the whole time he's talking like this. Uh, Jeffrey Brian Davis sounds fine. And Dan sounds like this. But they try to restore it. So they went in and post and try to digitally restore it. So when Dan talks, you hear digital artifacts in addition to his crazy throat. So every time they try to clean up his throat, you're like, like worked into it. I've gotten 10 minutes in. They say, you've got to listen to this crazy episode where this crazy stuff happens. But so far, the only thing that's crazy is the fact they expect anybody to listen to this piece of shit. And they're spending the first 20 minutes flattering the audience like, this is New York. You know what happens in New York? Because basically they're coming to a bad show where the host doesn't have a voice because He's too busy drinking and doing cocaine and screaming. Yes, and I think Dan Harmon is done. Season two of Rick and Morty was horrible. It doesn't matter. He's got more jobs. He'll never run out of jobs. Yes, he will. Uh, they're going to stop paying him fairly soon, I think. 
Uh, we'll see. I, he just I, doesn't I, realize. I it. think he'll still keep getting checks for ideas for things, and they're gonna do a community movie. So it'll be six scenes in a movie. He'll get paid for the movie too. He already has more money. Knows what to do with. He has money socked away. He has a house. No, the I, I don't know unless because community season five, six, whatever. What was that? Six. Did not do well on Yahoo. Yeah, it did. They were. They, he said the numbers they were getting were insane. They were getting 30 million, 40 million viewers, and those were the conservative numbers. Uh, not according to Yahoo, who said it was a fail, an absolute failure. Interesting. Because the numbers they were giving him is at least initially. Uh, the reason it's a failure is nobody's going to watch TV on Yahoo. I could, the show's free. I don't even want to watch it anymore. It's like I'd rather torrent it than watch it. I mean, that's, that's the attitude you're getting, and that, that's the same thing. So, happens. what uh, what service has reruns of uh, has the old back catalog of Community on it? Is it on Hulu? Hulu. Is it on it's, Netflix? Hulu has, I think, five. Which means their Hulu isn't going to give him money to do a movie. If it was on Netflix and doing well, maybe he'd get. Oh, something Yahoo's on supposedly going to bring it back for a movie. Apparently, I have no idea. Apparently, Yahoo is going to do a two-hour movie. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't think that'll get done before Yahoo gets broken up and they drop their video completely. <laughs> Just wasting their fucking money on dumb ideas that'll never take off. Everybody's a moron. Oh, and then uh, I finally got the uh, Nexus uh, M uh, Marshmallow update. I think I'm going to go full Apple. I'm so angry right now, and I've never said before in my life. Uh, I've been supporting this company. I've been having to use a whatever is on a Samsung Galaxy, Samsung 5. That would be Lollipop at best. I don't know what it is. I kind of don't hate it, but I don't like it. M Marshmallow is all the things that work about Lollipop and all the things that don't gotten rid of. Plus, it has doze mode, so your battery gets 50% better life because it's not using stuff and stuff's not running when it's not being actively touched. The problem but this has so much Samsung shit on it. It has bloatware. What? Yeah, it makes you want to kill yourself. So I've, I don't. Well, I don't know what Samsung and what is. Um, well, Samsung, I think, I think it was TouchWiz. They use some sort of overlay. So what they do is... Oh, yeah, but I, I don't... This is the only Android thing I've ever actually used. You, and you, one thing, it's better than BlackBerry. I'll give it that. You probably hate the overlay, but you probably also hate the Android behind it. The problem is, is I finally bought a pure Google edition phone, which I wanted for six years, but I can never afford. I always have to go through a carrier. And then I finally go, you know what? I got this phone, and they go, okay, well, now the update's delayed. So even though you have this phone, you paid 700 bucks for it or whatever it is, uh, we're not going to have the update up for a long time. By the time the update actually rolls out, the phone has dropped down to half price uh, within four months. Four and a half months, the price dropped in half, which has never happened in a cell phone except for failures like the Amazon ones or the Blackberries. But a successful phone like this one where I had to set up an alert from a separate website that woke me up at 3 in the morning, and I had a two-minute window to buy the phone, and it took weeks to do that. Uh, they burned me again. Okay, we're not giving the update out. Then they go, okay, we're giving the update out, but it's going to come to carriers at the same time as everybody else. Okay, kind of bullshit, whatever. I'm waiting, still not coming out. Oh, well, T-Mobile is going to have some issues. It's going to be delayed. Okay, well, I'll switch to Project Fi. I'm going Google Phone, Google uh, Wireless Service. I'm full Google. you got to reward me for that, right? Oh, well, with Project Fi, it's the same problem as T-Mobile, but even worse. So we're going to have to delay a few more months. Then on my birthday, yeah, we're not sure we're ever going to put it out. Then three days ago, an email. Oh, yeah, we're just going to roll out to devices today. And then today, I finally get it on my device, download it, go to install. It shuts off the phone after it hits install. It comes back with a sideways Android, says error. And then I reboot the phone. The downloaded uh, update is gone. It's on the old version. It says it's fully updated. There are no updates for my phone, and they're not going to give me one. And Project Fi is not sure if they can ever send me one back. I may have to do a factory reset. I may have to get a new refurbished phone, which I refuse to do. Uh, I'm about to smash this piece of shit in half. I paid double the price for something I don't even want. 
well, I remember that the early Nexuses were good and that I'd heard that they were not going to be worth getting. Well, it's whoever it's two versions ago. It's whoever the manufacturer is. So basically they win a prize, they get to make the phone. So the first ones were awesome, then they're a bunch of shitty ones. This is the first Motorola one since I think ever. So this was the whole deal was the Nexus six was gonna be amazing. Now they have this Nexus six P that is made by Huwali or the fucking company is, but that phone doesn't even make phone calls. So people are having like all kinds of crazy errors with that piece of shit. And everybody's like, well, you get the 6P. It's so much better. It's like, well, no, it's a shitty manufacturer, and it doesn't even fucking work. So, no, I don't want that. I wanted Motorola. I wanted Peter Google, and I want to be rewarded with a clean update. And it's like it's like the universe changes the rules anytime I try to do something. It's like, that's how you got clean OTA updates for six years. As soon as I buy the phone, I doom everybody who owns the phone to never getting a clean OTA update. And now if you have the phone after it, you get clean OTA updates. It's just this one, the one that was made by Motorola when it was contract was made when Google still owned them for a brief minute. Uh, gonna fuck me in the ass, and now they. Well, I gotta say the six S plus is pretty damn good, and my Samsung. God, what is it? What's their phone main phone? Gal- the Galaxy, Galaxy Five mm-hmm. seems not bad. The plastic build quality leaves a lot to be desired. People like the S. <laughs> The fives, I think, the, have the are the, the really stupid plastic cover on the charging port seems really fucking cheap, and it's going to break off. My buddy Clarence but. has broken every generation of the Galaxy at least two or three times. He swears by them, but he just breaks them all the time. Uh, the uh, the five and is that the, the battery one? seems wickedly shitty. Is that the one that doesn't have the removable battery? Right, that's the first year they did, or is that the six? I think I have a removable battery. Okay, the Fives last has that. If you pop a new battery in, you'll get good battery life. You was it a brand new phone or somebody had it before you? No, it's brand. Uh, it's brand new. Was I always I always don't trust those if they were like a weird dealer or something. You may want to try popping a new battery and you. No, it's a, well, it's a corporate phone. It's not one that I chose. Well, I'm saying you might want to get a new battery just in case. I feel like uh, they may have given you a shitty battery. I'm just saying it's, it's a new battery is going down surprisingly quickly, but we have, of course, horrible fucking reception in our building. Well, We're I, basically in a Faraday cage. I really, oh, that'd be awesome. All I really, oh man, I should give you a hard drive of the store there. I really, only all I, I want from this is the Apple experience. I want a clean over there update, and I want it to come to my device without me having to hear about it for six months in advance. I just want the latest and greatest fucking operating system. I don't want to wait for it. And I don't know. Yeah, if well, if you want Apple, you don't want the latest and greatest. You I want know. one version back I, usually. I, I, I but this current one, not so bad. Uh, Got to say, I hate everybody. Impressed. Uh, the Google customer service are complete idiots. They ask me if my there's f- no customer service yeah. because you're not the customer. Yeah, you're the, you're the service. You're not the customer. Project. Welcome F- to Google. Project Fi customer service is terrible too. Yeah, uh, the customer service for their advertisers is really good because that's who the customer is. All right, well, I want to Learn die. your place and accept it. Yeah, I wish they did. It would be a lot easier if I had a cool job like Mark Chambers. Speaking of, they have a new podcast that I'm about to listen to, Original Kings. Yeah. Or you could skip it. Oh, it's not good? Uh, I don't know. What do they do? Uh, and then also, I'm drinking Mountain Dew Dewshine, made with real sugar. Uh, it is, I guess, uh, their citrus. Why? It's a, I don't know, because it was in glass bottles made with real sugar, and it's clear. So I'm like, oh, clear Mountain Dew. It's just got to taste like regular Mountain Dew with real sugar. Nope, it's, citru- it's clear citrus-flavored Dew. It tastes like cactus, like tequila. It tastes like uh, they're trying to give you like a booze flavor. It's not alcoholic. But you know how like a, a bar rag smells at the end of the night, like grenadine and booze? That's how this tastes. You should just drink water. Yeah, I, I was doing that, but uh, now I don't have a purifier anymore, and the tap water here has parasites. Ah, well, at least you won't get allergies. 
Oh, I hate this place. All right, anything else going on? Nope. I'm in pain. I want to go hobble home. Yeah, I, I still feel like I want to inject you with stem cells, and I'm really pissed you won't take them. I do what my wife tells me to do. Ask your wife about Regenokine, then. Regenokine's not stem cells. That's your own blood. They put it in a centrifuge. Uh, they whip it around until it's super... Hey, you realize we're very limited at what can be done in the country I'm in. Well, you're good. They don't do a lot of super expensive experimental shit here because well, Mr. you can't pay for it. Mr. I'm traveling to the UK in three weeks. This is literally a syringe put in your body. It's not a procedure. It's literally you go in, you give them some money, and they do it, and they have certified places. And the head of the UFC, Dana White's doing it. If it's good enough for him, I'm sure it's good enough for you. Uh, just saying, if you're going to be overseas and your knee's killing you and you can't walk around and it's ruining the vacation, stem cells for General King, they have clinics in the UK, they have them in Germany, you're just a hop skipping away. Yes, but I'm going to England. I'm not going to Germany or the United I'm States. I'm pretty sure in London they have places that do this. You just, just Regenokine, just look into it. I'm just saying. If, if you could take a shot and you would not be in pain and you would actually listen to me and your life would well, be yeah, better. Yeah, I can take fucking morphine and not be in pain. I'm I just not, won't be conscious. I'm not an opiate. Yeah, but an intoxicated pan, parent is an abandoning parent. I'm talking about so you can like walk around and eat gelato with your kids or fish and chips out of a newspaper or whatever fucking faggot shit you're supposed to do as a dad and not be suffering the whole time and be a grumpy McGrumpy pants. You may want to look into this. I'm just saying. You're going to be out of Canada. It's like the perfect storm to get somebody to shove some fuck experimental shit in your knee and see if it works. And if it doesn't work, it just fucking goes out of your body, and then you go get surgery anyway. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Hope lacks Oh, people. I have an outro, which I can't remember. You do it. Uh, Podgods is a listener-supported show. Uh, PBS, something, something, tote bags. Uh, you can reach us at Podgods. With a Z at gmail.com. That's with a Z, Z for foreigners. Uh, PayPal. Oh, we have PayPal.me on the website. Uh, if you just go to superfangiovanni.com or podgods.net with a Z.net, it's really complicated. There's a PayPal.me link, or you just go PayPal.me slash superfangiovanni. And there's also Patreon, and then we have Amazon links. You can hit those up. Uh, Black Friday, if you want to give us money. It won't really help me eat Thanksgiving dinner, but I'll be less sad. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. The show about podcasts.